Welcome to this week's episode of Daddy No. Daddy No. Day number 87 of being a stay at home father. Daddy uh, knows. That they know the title now. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Uh, can't wait. You're going Daddy back knows. to school soon. Yay. We're going to put you in summer classes. It's going to be so great. I mean, people are like, I like him on the podcast, but I, he needs to go back to school, is what he needs to do. So, in today's podcast, oh, you got bad breath. In today's podcast, we're going to talk about comedy, kids, of course, uh, Prince, and can you stop? And a new Netflix show. Well, it's not new. It's new to me uh, that I that I started watching uh, Narcos, Narcos, uh, that I really like. So that's what we'll talk about today. Um, anything go different in your week you want to talk about? Anything at all? Okay, that's good. That's good. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. You uh, you always bring excitement to adventures, too. I still haven't figured out where he's gotten that from. I've looked at all, all his cartoons. and Say what, I'm not going to say that. What cartoon did you get that from? Movie. What movie? I do it. I want to do it. I know, but what movie did you get that from? That's not a movie. That's just you doing faces in the mirror. <laughs> What movie did you get it from? My, I did my head. Oh, you got it from your head. So you play movies in your head? No, it, the the TV's. The TV plays in your head? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so you don't have to watch TV anymore because it's all in your head, right? It's showing in your head? No, it's showing. I don't know what that means. It got drawn the people. Ah, for people. Yeah, it's showing. People. People are in your head. No, Should I be worried about any of this? That there's movies and people in my yeah, three-year-old son's head? I, I didn't say on your head. I said in your head. Are those robots or lasers? We're robots! Shh. Your sister's sleeping, bro. Can you keep it down a little bit? I know. You don't got to shake my face. Thank you. Uh, he thinks he's a little artist. Yesterday, he wrote all over his four-month-old sister's face, and she thought it was a great game to play, and just colored all over her face. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not funny because then I had to wash it off, and she just cried. You like your sister to cry? That's messed up. Don't laugh at that. <laughs> Don't be evil. Don't be evil. Be nice. I love you. Be nice. Okay. Are you a good boy or you bad? I don't mind. <laughs> you, you said that though, like you're saying sarcastically. You can't blame your mind. Your mind is you. Okay, you can't say, "Oh, that was my mind," or "That was." Quiet! Stop yelling. They can hear you. That's the other thing he does. He does that noise when he doesn't want to do something because he thinks he's hypnotizing you. You're not hypnotizing anybody. You're not an X-Men. You're not an X-Men. You got the giggles. Um, oh, all right. I gave you. Oh, bless you. Bless you, that fake sneeze of yours. 
Don't sneeze anymore. Stop. Alright. Why don't you go watch your show? I'm going to do the podcast. That's what I'm going to do. I have, I have a lot to talk about. Okay? I have a lot, of, a lot to talk about that tens of people have to hear. Maybe a hundred. But probably tens of people. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at my failures. I appreciate it. Um, okay, no, I'm, just because you put your hand away the computer doesn't mean that I can't still do the podcast. It's, it's, it's voice, not visual. All right, audio. Audio, not visual. Thank you. It's voice. I'm dumb. Thank you. Thank you. Allergies. Hey, why don't you go uh, watch Curious George or something? Uh, thank you. So, uh, appreciate that. Stand-up, man. That's the first one I wanted to talk about. Uh, you ever see a comic so good, like a headliner, that it makes you feel like, what am I doing? Like, what am I doing on stage? Uh, not to sound all fanboy and everything, but Godfrey is one of my favorite comedians. Not Gilbert Godfrey. The other Godfrey. Uh, yeah, yeah, calm down. That Godfrey. He, uh, I, I opened up for him. He did like a different hour every single night. And it seemed like it was coming off the top of his head. I know a lot of his material. Um, but some of it was ad-libbing. But it just... I know he's been doing it over 20 years. But that's... I just feel like I'm like, I feel like I'm good. I know I'm good. But when you see somebody like that, it's like, oh, my God. Like, it, it feels like I'm still playing high school ball and this dude's like NBA all-star. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I made it to the McDonald's team. I'm good. I'm really good. And it's just like, yeah, well, even though you're, you're just in high school, congratulations, you made it to the McDonald's team. This dude is first team all-star for the NBA. So it makes you realize that you're really not anybody. You're not anybody. You've done nothing with your comedy career, and you got a long way to go, which is both uh, it humbles you and inspiring, and then uh, makes you want to quit all at the same time. So it's just like, really, really, I got that much longer to go. And it, it, it makes it, cr- for me, crazy to think like other dudes. And I know it's in every scene, but in, and I can only speak for San Antonio's scene, <laughs> Other comments are like San Antonio has a scene. Yes, we got a scene, okay? But um, <laughs> the comics are like, yeah, like, man, I'm one of the best comics here in San Antonio. And it's just like, great. You're, you're, we're still not great, though. I mean, who are you? Like, when, let's say going back to basketball, when you want to play sport, do you say, man, I want to be like the starting varsity player who made the McDonald's. Like, that guy is great. Or do you say, I want to be Kobe Bryant. I want to be Michael Jordan. I want to be LeBron James, Stephen Curry, Tim Duncan. Like, I want to be, like, the best of the best of the best. That's what, that's what you should strive for. And I think a lot of comedians or people in general, they can't think of those types of terms. It's like, oh, well, I could, I could never be that. Well, yeah, because you believe you can never be that. But it, going back to that, I watched him and it was like, man, like, I have a lot, a lot further to go, which is inspiring because it's like, well, I'm this funny at this point, and if I can get that much further, wow, I could be a lot funnier. I could devastate, like, kill on stage instead of just doing good or every once in a while killing. Um, 
And it, the hard part after shows like that is that it messes with your head. I mean, I had good shows, and then I tried to. I was just like, man, let me just do some crazy stuff on stage. And I, I don't feel like I offended 12 people because there was another show, uh, an all-star show uh, on Monday after the week show at the Improv. I don't feel like I offended people. I feel like I made 12 people hate me is what I felt like. Like, I was like, let me try some weird stuff. So I go out there telling my jokes, and then I just started flipping everything over. Like, not violently flip. Like, I grabbed the stool and I put it down on its side, and then nobody was sitting in the front row. And it was already quiet audience. Like, they were just to themselves, older crowd. And I kept, and then they have all these little, uh, not plaques, but little, little, displays on each table inside the improv and i just turned those on their sides very quietly as i'm doing my set right and then i finished the joke as i'm finishing putting down the mic stand and i look up and everybody's looking at me like what i was like oh i i'm sorry i just i had to do that i have weird quirks about me i'm really ocd and also i have asperger's so if you guys don't clap i start to get scared and then i started shaking as i'm saying this and then everybody started clapping they're like oh my god okay oh my god and they were doing an awkward clap i was just like i'm just playing i don't have asperger's i just wanted you guys to uh, clap i got a free clap out of you guys and then i continued with my jokes and ad living in between jokes and it was 20 minutes of pure hatred i told them after that i was selling merch uh, not t-shirts or anything like that. My merch was after the show, you can come kick me in the balls for 25 bucks or uppercut me for 30. So uh, <laughs> they, they laughed at that. They definitely laughed at that. I was like, trust me, after you kick me in the nuts, you'll be like, I get his set now. I totally get his set. That was great. That was wonderful. I felt The awkwardness that I should have felt on stage was the awkwardness I saw from this poor girl who I think it was a, her first comedy show who was from this small little town in North Carolina because down there at the improv we get a lot they weren't only two people from San Antonio everybody else was from all across the country and I was just like is this y'all's first time doing a comedy show and there was about half about six so three couples that there was a first time at the comedy show <laughs> everybody behind me was kind of like dude why would you do that why would I was like well first of all I was trying to have fun I was trying to work out new quirky stuff and be weird and they're like, no, that's not you. You're not the quirky guy. You're 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 the dude who talks about, you know, his past about getting over drug addictions and psychedelics and conspiracies and your family and and, and you know your wife and just weird stuff about yourself and like that. That's what you do. Like, don't try to be what you're not. Don't be that quirky dude because you're not that quirky dude. And when you try to become that quirky dude, it gets very awkward for everybody. I know you don't feel it, but for everybody else, everybody's like, what are you doing? Because there's no, I, I think because I've done stand-up now for this long, I've almost, or maybe I've never had it, I've almost lost the ability to feel that awkwardness. You know what I mean? Like, I know the audience is uncomfortable, but I am very comfortable. Like, I'm like, ugh. And then I'll call it out and be like, you guys look uncomfortable. It's all right. Take a deep breath. Like this poor girl in the corner, like I was saying earlier, she takes a sip of her water as her the water bottle is shaking. And she's looking at me. She gulps it real quick and puts it back down. I was like, are you okay? Are you? I feel a lot of tension coming from you. Like, I don't feel it, but I know you feel it. And maybe that's what I should be feeling up here after uh, doing such a horrible set. And the only time they made fun of me or they laughed was when I made fun of myself and how bad the set was doing. And then they laugh at that. But everything else, they're, they're, there's a couple right in front. They must have been in their late 60s. And they would just shake their head. And, like, I had to remind I was like, you understand these are jokes, right? Like, 
I don't have Asperger's. I probably have ADHD, but I don't have Asperger's. Like, calm down. I don't like the story I just said about my kids is not true. It's obviously embellishments of. I'm embellishing is what I'm doing. It's not real. So just relax, take a deep breath. But uh, again, the whole point of that was stand up is that a I have a long way to go. B, there's always going to be somebody, maybe not somebody always, but yeah, no, there's always going to be somebody better than you. Just always strive to get better, I guess. Uh, I don't know how, if that's motivational or sad on my part or what, or I'm just talking out of my butt. Probably talking out of my butt is what it sounds like I'm doing. Yeah, talking out of my butt. Uh, This week was uh, going on, moving on to my kids, man. Uh, Last week, I, I did a... I did a, a podcast saying how it was the hardest week, and that was more me. Man, now the doorbell's ringing. Hold up. All right, sorry about that. I had to pause it for a little bit. Had somebody at the door. Uh, it was these two young, pretty girls. I'm not even lying. Uh, baby, of course, they weren't as beautiful as you, the love of my life, my wife. Uh, but it was these two young women at the door asking if they can do a roof estimate. And I went to the door. Looking like a stay-at-home parent. Yeah, that's right. My daughter woke up, too, because they rang the doorbell. She's sitting next to me. That's right, Mama. Daddy went to the door looking like this. Oh, don't give me that face. Appreciate it. Uh, She gave me a face like, oh, Dad, you shouldn't have done that. That was a little embarrassing. That was a little embarrassing. Hair's all messed up. Uh, Went in a tight shirt with my fatness. And uh, I look like a a stay-at-home parent, definitely. And they took a step back. That's sad. When they got to take a step back, like, oh, this guy probably doesn't have any money. Uh, we probably need to talk to this guy's wife. She probably has the money. Is this the maid? Who is this? Who is this Middle Eastern or Mexican or ethnically confusing man that just answered the door? And, um, yeah, no, they just wanted to do an estimate on the roof. I don't know why I'm telling you guys that. That wasn't part of the podcast. I just wanted to say how embarrassed that was answering the door, looking the way I looked. And it's weird. Usually when I see attractive women and I look like crap, I don't care. Like, that should be something that I should care about, and I don't care anymore, which I think you should care. Fellas, you should care how you look around other women because that means if you're trying to look, still put your stuff together and shaved and your hair cut and you dress nice, that means you're looking good around your woman. And I feel bad for my woman because I don't. I don't. I'm wearing sweats and a, and a tight little T-shirt that uh, shows my dad. Yeah. Are you agreeing with me? Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Shows my dad bought off with uh, vomit all over me. Yeah, because he vomited all over me, right? Yeah, he vomited a lot. That was gross. I don't put bibs on her. I just, throughout the day, I'll change shirts maybe once or twice because I'll just let her vomit on it, which probably gives me more laundry, which I shouldn't do. But uh, that's how dad does it. Right, mama? Yeah, okay. She likes it that way. That's fine. This week's been better with the kids. It's been better with the kids. Um, My son... Uh, we're doing a new thing where, well, it's not new, but now it's working where if he wants to watch a TV show, he has to go pee, right? He has to go pee. And if, if he sits on the toilet and goes poop, he gets, uh, jelly beans. Uh, so far he's eaten no jelly beans. He will not do that. So if there's any parents out there that listen to this, they can give me some advice on what to do. He's about to turn four. And like I said, he's supposed to be going to summer school and they need him potty trained. And the only thing I'm hoping is that. You know, he's around other older kids, five and six, that he'll want to act older and he won't want to poop in his pants. So almost shame of not poop because he'll be embarrassed to do that. 
and not want to wear pull-ups. So I'm hoping that happens. Or I mean, am I pushing him too hard? You know what I mean? I've heard two-year-olds that poop in the toilet that stop pooping in the pants. He's going to be four. And he's he's. I think he does it more now, the pooping and the peeing on the floor and all this, because he wants attention that we're giving to his sister. I mean, mind you, he's been a stay-at-home child. I mean, stay-at-home child. A, a one... Uh, he's been by himself. There we go. A single child. Couldn't even say it. A single child. I mean, for the past three, almost three years and three months, right? Three years and four months. I'm asking you until you can answer me. I'm asking my four-month-old daughter. Like she's gonna be like, "Yup, Dad, you're right. Yeah, you're gonna stay home with me for a long time, right? Or until Mom makes me quit comedy and go get a job, which she won't because things are going well. I'm getting booked a lot, which is nice." Uh, sad news Everybody knows about it They've been hearing Prince Prince of course Passed away um, Relax He already passed I know you didn't know Prince uh, they, they haven't come up With an autopsy yet TMZ comes out And says that they think It's drugs I I don't want to say I'm the biggest Prince fan I mean I did like Purple Rain And a few other ones That he has uh, The the one thing they said that, that kind of stood out to me Was that he was found Dead in an elevator and he has that song where he talks about uh, going down in, what's it called? Not Crazy Love. What is it? I forgot what it's called. Anyway, where he's going down in the elevator and that, that going down the elevator signifies don't go down that elevator signifies hell. If you're a Prince fan, you probably hate me right now. They're like, you're getting it all wrong. He didn't say go down the elevator. He said don't go down the elevator. Anyway, that was the only thing. And it came out on CNN, I think. I think it was CNN that came out. I should probably get my facts straight before I come out on uh, iTunes and just start spouting stuff out of my butt. But that's what I do. Off the top of the dome, don't know what I'm talking about half the time, which uh, is what people like to hear, just pure ignorance. But uh, to all the Prince fans out there, sorry. I, I'll, you know what? I'm not even that big of a Prince fan. I'm not going to lie. Like I don't have any of his, his CDs or anything. I mean, I have a couple of his songs that I downloaded uh, for, for off iTunes. I paid for it. Uh, a couple of the songs like that that I downloaded, but it wasn't necessarily like, you know what I mean? Like when Michael Jackson died, I wasn't all because I was a big Michael Jackson fan. You know, not as big as my friend. He cried like a baby, but I was like, you know, this, this also took me by surprise. And you couldn't, all you heard was Prince songs on the radio, and you can't help but tear up when you hear Purple Rain on, on the radio. Or maybe I'm just an emotional person. I mean, that's probably what it is. I'm an emotionally unstable person. And that doesn't have to do with being a stay-at-home parent now. I don't want to say that because it's not. I've always been an unstable person. Did you poop? Is that what you're doing? Son, come here. His new thing is, uh, well, not a new thing. He likes to stand in the corner and just stare off into the abyss. Like nothing, like if I don't move, they won't notice me. But he just stands there and takes a dump and smells up the whole room. And I don't know. Again, parents, if you have solutions, let me know. No watermelon. You pooped in your pants right now. Turn around. Turn around. Let me see if you poop. Turn around. This is a. You check for poop. Okay, you didn't. You were just standing in the corner. And I apologize. Go pee, and then I'll get you watermelon. He likes watermelon. He likes grapes. He likes. Pretty much, he likes anything with sugar, but natural sugar. If we get him processed sugar, he goes nuts. Like, especially red dyes. There's something in red dyes where he goes nuts. And my baby, she just likes to bite on everything. Like she's doing on my hand right now. 
just she, but she's teething like crazy so it's alright mama relax relax so whenever I get a chance can you you're part of the podcast we get it that's my daughter she's teething like crazy right now and likes to wake up in the middle of the night and just suck on your arm and it hurts because uh, she has stop relax Relax. You can't bite the computer. No, no biting computers. That's not good for you or your teeth. I don't believe. Uh, the the one I've been watching, uh, Netflix, Narcos. Um, I watch it again and again. It's helping my Spanish. Mainly just bad words, which I won't repeat. But uh, <laughs> I love the accents on there. Apparently, they got mad because the main dude who plays Pablo uh, Escobar uh, uh, is from Brazil. And not Colombian, and people were really upset about that. I everybody kept telling me to watch it that I love the show because I like I like weeds a lot, and they're like, dude, watch this show, you're gonna love it. I'm telling you, it's better. It's it's based off true events, uh, even though a lot of it I'm sure is it's Hollywood, so it's made up. But I love this show. It it's one of those shows where it uh, where it's it's hard. Like I used to be one of those dudes who would think like the CIA man this is, is evil and that's just the the what you know how you have different gangs you had the Italian mafia you had the Mexican mafia CIA is just like the rich white dudes who get together and, and gather intelligence and that's and for some part of it it is correct the CIA that's what they are but at the same time it made me think um, and not that the narcos is about CIA but it just made me think differently of of, of good and bad like that good people relax. The good people do bad things, and and vice versa. Bad people can do good things. And how crazy it is! I saw, I saw, or, or I heard you pee. Okay, I'll get you water. I'm relax. Or that how people, how hard it'd be to live in Mexico. I'm gonna get you some watermelon. Relax. All right, go put on another show, and I'll I'll get you watermelon. Okay. That people like, how are they supposed to deal with it? Where like, where like a this this cartel knows your family knows where you who you are knows everything and if you go against them they're gonna kill you they're gonna kill you and they're gonna kill your family or you can take this money which you desperately need those are good men but they do bad stuff because it's like what are they supposed to do the whole country is messed up like my cousin he went through a whole police academy and then he was supposed to get a job at uh, the Progreso uh, police department which was like two or three cops. He's just like, dude, I'm not working there. How am I supposed to work there? Of course, you're going to end up working for a cartel or something like that. Like, you work on a border, relax, border town with two or three other cops. How are you supposed to really do anything with no resources? And they know where you live and they know where your family lives. They know everything about you. It's like, what are you supposed to do? So it kind of made me think differently about, I mean, of course, I always knew it's not so black and white that there's a lot of gray. But, um... I know that has nothing to do with narcos, but it gave me a different perspective on life. So uh, I guess that's just me giving myself excuses to do bad things and still call myself a good person. Or maybe good and evil is just, uh, it's not real. Maybe good and evil is not real and it's just people and it's all about intentions and we do what we think is right at the time. Who knows? Maybe again, I just like talking out of my butt. Again, I think... I think we're going to have to say that. I think all of us agree. You guys are not in your head at home uh, or on the car ride home. Like, yeah, I think you just like talking out of your butt. 
that's pretty much it. Um, all right, well, I'm going to get my son watermelon because he's and my daughter is obviously hungry because she's over here chewing on my shoulder. And uh, I'm going to do that. So check me out on iTunes. Uh, sound, I don't know if you can still see me on iTunes. I, I'm, I'm updating it, but I don't see it. When I'm, last episode I've seen on iTunes was episode 9. Let me know. Message me if you're seeing it or not on iTunes. Uh, add me on SoundCloud. You can always catch my episodes on there. Uh, SoundCloud.com. Joshua Kawasa. That's C-A-B-A-Z-A. Funny Man Comedy Works. Funny Man. That's one word. Funny Man Comedy Works. Also... On, um, I was on another episode, two more episodes of MGB Podcast. That's with uh, Blair Thompson and George Anthony, two good friends of mine here in San Antonio. Now that one's a little, that one's X-rated, uh, but we go in more in depth about certain issues. Hilarious podcast, so make sure to check them out. Uh, I believe it's on either Sketcher or, or Podomatic. I'm gonna give you some watermelon. I'm just closing out the podcast. Can I do that? Check me out on Funny Man Comedy Works. It's one word, Funny Man Comedy Works. Uh, on my Facebook, it shows a whole bunch of... All right, all right. It shows a whole bunch of shows coming up. Um, so I'm going to be actually... This month and coming up in May... Can you relax? I will give you watermelon. This month in May, I'm going to be having... I'm be traveling a lot. I'll be traveling to the Valley, to Austin, to Uvalde, uh, all over the place. All over Texas, not all over the place like country. All over Texas, I'll be traveling, so check that out all of May. Um, it's going to be a lot of shows. It's going to be tiring, but that's what I love to do. It's what I do, making pretty good money. All right, I'm going to go get you watermelon. You want to say anything? I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close out the podcast right now. You want to say bye? Close it. Close it. Just close it? Just done? We're done? Yeah. All right, well, I'm going to go be a father and give my son watermelon, even though he hasn't even really eaten lunch. I'm going to do that, and I'm going to feed this one over here uh, a bottle because that's what she's craving right now. All right, guys. Thank you. Appreciate you listening. Share, comment, like if you like it. If not, like I always say, just listen in silent judgment, Um, and that's pretty much it. Thanks, guys. You guys have a great week, and I'll talk to you next Wednesday. Bye. Oh, spaghetti-o, uh, da 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 da